there there's uh, there's always two. There's always one officer to talk to the suspect, and then one with their hand or with their hand near their firearm or on their firearm or taser, just in case. Right. Well, this officer decided to disobey protocol and go in there alone because these uh, she thought that oh oh I've dealt with him before I can handle him. Not what I am afraid in having a meltdown. If I could sum up everything I've learned from season one of this show, it would boil down to one thing. You are not alone. So many of us are tormented by the insane idea that we're separate, disconnected beings, suffering all by our little lonesome selves. And I say this from experience. That's exactly how I felt when I started podcasting, as if I was the only one in the whole wide world who was struggling mentally and longed to get back to feeling whole again. Then I started telling my story and voila, people showed up to tell me they were struggling too, or even more inspiring, that they had once struggled and since triumphed over that struggle. And how had they gotten there? By telling their story. If you're bipolar, you're on medication for life. And that's a scary, scary thing to think about. If you have, um, you know, depression or something, there's hope that you can get off of it. There's, I mean, you're not guaranteed, but there's that hope where if you're bipolar, there's, there's no hope. It's going to be medication. It's going to be therapy. It's a lifelong thing you got to work through. And that's a scary thing to think about. It's scary to think about my kiddos might have it. Um, there's all these different variables that make it scary to, um, work through. I hadn't known, I, I didn't really know that I was, I had trauma that I was dealing with, with anxiety or stress or mental, any kind of mental illness, because as, as I've learned through my own research and discovery is sometimes it takes a significant event or scenario for for it to sort to start and it can be kind of hidden in, in your memory and you don't, and it's, it's almost like it's, it's, it's locked in behind a door and you don't know of it until it one day that door gets open. This season on what's your story, a collection of eight conversations that will remind us that when we tell our stories and others bear witness, the notion that we are disconnected beings suffering alone dissolves under the weight of evidence that this whole concept is merely an illusion and that millions of others are struggling with mental illness just like us. And so what happened is that when all this was going down, so here I am, I, I'm I'm already had struggling in mental health in other ways. Here I am sitting on a couch feeling completely worthless. I can't hardly walk across from one side of the house to the other. I'm I'm not... I don't feel like I'm being a good husband. I don't feel like I'm being a good father. I don't feel like I'm being a good provider for my family. And again, you know, the stigma of the macho male masculinity uh, that, that we're raised around tells me all those things that that's why I'm feeling that way because, well, clearly you're, you're not very good at this. The minute you discover that someone else is struggling just like you or even better, that they're celebrating their wholeness just like you, that sense of disconnection eases and you start to glimpse the truth that we are beings of vibrating energy connected on the energy internet through processes like quantum entanglement with overlapping consciousness that connects us to the inner pilot light of every being 
on this planet and perhaps others. Yeah, yeah, I was 14 going on 15 that year. You know, I was within inches of losing my life. The only reason they didn't shoot me, there was an officer in the line of fire. What's Your Story is back with Season 2, coming November 7th.